0: I cried all evenings after the broadcast and suddenly felt that God was so close. I don't even know how to describe it.
1: We're going to hear more of that testimony from the country of Ukraine, a radio listener to the Far East Broadcasting Company. We'll hear more in just a moment. I'm Wayne Shepard with Ed Cannon, the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company, and this is Until All Have Heard. You know, here we are, Ed, mid-June. We're nearing the end of our fiscal year with uh, June 30 coming up, and it's a time to look back a little bit, I think.
2: God has been good to FEBC. Uh, I know the world is suffering after 2020 with lots of difficulties, challenges, health, Uh, and one thing you might think uh, is finances. I mean, people are out of work. They're struggling with uh, their own families' financial needs, but yet So many people have been so gracious to FEBC to keep the gospel going. We we couldn't be more thankful to God for that resource, uh, that provision, uh, that faithfulness of so many people. And um, we take no credit for it. It's clearly God's gift to us. And the real gift, though, Wayne, is after a long, uh, very difficult year— the number of testimonies like that one you just heard the introduction to from mm-hmm. Ukraine are overwhelming FEBC.
1: Yeah. With
2: well, people being locked in their homes, you know. They're sure. afraid, yeah. they're sick, they've lost their job, well, they think don't always have a last
1: twelve months. It's been incredible.
2: And on top of that, you know, it's not just COVID that we're suffering with in the world. I mean, there's unbelievable political unrest in places beyond America. We hear it in America all the time, but massive Uh, political changes in China and Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's political revolts in Myanmar, which you've heard about. People are being shot in the streets. There's military presence everywhere. Uh, There's been an overthrow of the government in Kyrgyzstan, which has affected our ministry significantly. There's all sorts of unrest everywhere in the world. Uh, We were just talking to our staff in the Philippines last week, and uh, the Philippines are greatly concerned because of the invasion of the Chinese government in the China Sea, which is in between the Philippines and China, they're concerned that there might even be a threat against some of the exterior islands amongst the Philippines. And so hmm. there's lots of stuff going
1: on, a lot of uncertainty, a lot that we need to be praying about. Well, let's go back to that testimony that we heard just a, a bit of a moment ago as we opened uh, the program. This comes from Ukraine. And it's voiced by one of our staff members.
2: Yeah, and thanks for getting me on track, Wayne, because all those other things are merely distractions from the main (laughs) thing. I learned from the president of Moody Bible Institute from years ago, George Sweeting, keep the main thing, the main thing. I remember that. And as our staff are keeping the main thing, the main thing, these are the kind of testimonies we have the privilege, through God's grace, to hear from our radio broadcasts.
0: When I first turned on your program, I wanted to turn it off again. More people wanting to tell me about religion and God. But then I heard the guest talking about her pain when her mother died. I had recently lost someone I loved and was furious with God for taking them. I can't say that I'm religious, but I don't think life is meaningless either. The guest talked about how she was angry with God but was able to accept her mother's death once she realized that God was near. He had never left her. Suddenly, I was crying. Her words hooked me, and I listened to your broadcast until the very end. Now I listen to your station all the time. For a long time, my mother's death haunted me, but you helped me come to terms with losing her. I cried all evenings after the broadcast, and suddenly felt that God was so close. I don't even know how to describe it. Thank you for helping me. It's great that you are making these types of programs. Please, continue. Isn't
1: that remarkable? Again, it comes from a listener in Ukraine, and it's not unusual to get a message like that. Uh, And it it comes in the context of this very difficult year, Ed.
2: Yeah, and this year, particularly in Ukraine, has, has been a transition for us. So we have seven FM stations in that country, and that was just five years ago, our primary platform for broadcasting. We thought the future is FM radio, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But as a result of the FM radio being there in Ukraine, uh, we've developed this social media platform. It's kind of- It's exploded. It's natural to these young people because that's their way of communication. So since they're doing FM broadcasts, they do the recording as well and put it on social media platforms- Then they move into live social media broadcasts. That young lady that read that letter just a second ago goes out on the street with a microphone and broadcasts to her social media platform live as she's interviewing people on the street in Ukraine. And, you know, it's not easy because you have no idea what these people are going to
1: say. Yeah, yeah.
2: And she's talking about the gospel, which really isn't too welcome in places like that. But yet uh, God has used this coronavirus, this pandemic, for ways that we would have never thought about on our own, uh, allowed us to have an entry into the homes of people who would never come to church or never seek the gospel on their own, but because they have no alternative, they listen to the radio, they dial into these social media platforms, and these broadcasters are pouring their hearts out uh, from the Word of God to the one hope in life that can actually change them. And and, and we're privileged to see that.
1: And what we just heard is not unusual to hear from, uh, you know, any one of 50 countries where FEBC's programs are heard. Um, Another major country where there's been a lot of difficulty this year is the country of China. And yet we're hearing from listeners in China as well.
2: Thousands of listeners, Wayne, tens of thousands of listeners, uh, We don't have to, like, pick our favorite letter that we receive from a listener or email. There's so many to pick from. We just choose one of the good ones. And (laughs) it's not like these are screened or carefully selected. Mm -hmm. It's literally just bushel baskets full (laughs) of mail, inboxes filled with email, text messages, responses to social media. So it's clear that... uh, That it's not the broadcaster's work that's going on here. God is doing this, and that's why people are responding.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to play uh, one of our announcers reading a, a communication from a listener. And I want our listeners to this podcast know that this is a result of your support of the Far East Broadcasting Company that this happens. God uses what you give to turn it into ministry, into people's lives, people in China even, like this listener.
3: I come from a well-educated family in Beijing and had no interest in religion and had rarely heard of Christianity. I always thought it was some Western ritual that had nothing to do with me. I knew nothing about it, nor realized that any Christian exists. One summer day, when I was in first year junior high, I searched casually on my radio and found FEBC's stations. I didn't know why. I was completely taken over by the broadcast. I copied down the lyrics of the hymn and sang it repeatedly. After listening for a few days, the program host appealed a listener to kneel and make the decision for Christ, so I knelt. I couldn't figure out the reason why I did that. After a while, I found a church and I got myself a Bible. And uh, I no longer tuned into your radio stations. Over all these years, the Lord nurtured and taught me through other people. But recently, I discovered FEBC's presence on WeChat. So I subscribed and I got connected with you once again. I'd like to express my sincere appreciation to FUBC. You are greatly used by God. I hope you know that your efforts have brought forth a harvest, and there is a small fruit right here. Uh, I just
2: love that letter. Hmm. And I love the fact, of course, that this is a man whose life has been shaped over the years by God's Word. Yeah. And that FEBC just had a tiny piece of that because we had the privilege to broadcast. But what I'd really like to point out in this testimony is that his listening habits have changed radically over the years. First, he was listening on the radio, which was probably shortwave radio, Mm -hmm. because he said he was casually tuning the radio. So he would have been looking at a number of stations and found FEBC. But now he's listening on WeChat, you know, WeChat, Wayne, is the—
1: It's like Twitter. F- Twitter right? or maybe mm-hmm.
2: Facebook mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in China. It's very popular amongst the Chinese listeners. It's actually controlled by the government. So we're grateful to God for the blessing of safety and allowing our message to stay on WeChat. That's sometime.
1: a miracle in and of itself, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yes,
2: yeah. it is. And sometimes it gets uh, blocked, but that's Okay. Uh, Obviously, it's working in this man's case, but the evolution of the broadcast platform by which FEBC delivers the content to countries is very fluid. We're constantly thinking about new ways to get our message in as old ways become less popular or because of some other reason that it's not allowed to be broadcast.
1: Well, here we are again. I'll mention our uh, fiscal year end is June 30. And, uh, you know, that's fast approaching. I'm I'm wanting to think about the year ahead. Uh, Of course, none of us know what's going to happen. Certainly, none of us saw the COVID crisis coming in 2020. But whatever is ahead, we know the Lord is in it. You know, I hear people say, I've read the last chapter of the book, and we know who wins. Mm -hmm. I like to say, I've read the first chapter of the book, Mm -hmm. and I know who wins, right? Yeah,
2: and I like to say, in order to connect the first chapter to the last chapter, you need to plan your way, Mm -hmm. schedule your route. I mean, everybody knows where they're going to go on vacation, but you might not have thought through the steps of what road you're going to take or what mode of transportation you're going to take or how you're going to get there. So we like to think
1: that way. Okay. So what do you do? How do you plan for the future then?
2: Uh, Well, it's interesting, Wayne. We're just starting a a process to re-envision our aspiration for the future through a strategic plan for the organization as a whole. We spend a great deal of time country by country – thinking through our specific plans. How are we going to use the radio network in the Philippines? How are we going to use social media in the Philippines? And how is that different from Russia or Kyrgyzstan? Yeah, every part?
1: country has its nuance, doesn't it? Yeah. Not,
2: yeah, and not only radio platform, but type of broadcast that works for the people. The cultures are different. The way they hear the radio programs differs, the way they listen, groups or individually differs, and we have to be on top of that. But this year, we're thinking about our overall strategy as an international association. What is our aspiration for 15 years from now? How many people do we want listening? What type of listeners? What country? What context? And how are we going to do that, which involves thinking through things like what might get blocked or what might become unpopular?
1: This is what businesses do.
2: It is. But I'll tell you what's different from business, since I've been involved with that. When we start this strategic planning process, we look to God's word of instruction for strategic thinking. And I'm mindful of Matthew chapter 16, one of my favorites. We were just talking about that earlier today, when Yes, Wayne. we were, yeah. Christ took his apostles to Caesarea Philippi, uh, the hub of pagan idolatry and worship. And why did he take them there? Because He wanted them to understand that you have to create your plans and strategies in the world. So we're in the world. We have to be thinking about the things around us that affect us. Not that we're of the world, but we need to be in the world. So Christ was asking his apostles, who the people say I am? And you all remember the story. This is when Peter stepped up and said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said, oh, Peter, you're doing well. You've heard this message from God. And I'm going to use you powerfully to build my church. And by the way, the gates of hell will never prevail against my church. And that's a great lesson for us Mm -hmm. today when we're worried about things eroding. Christ's church is going to succeed. We know the end chapter, but now we need to know how to get there. So Peter kind of steps up against Christ and says, Look, Lord, I'm not going to let them crucify you. We won't let that happen. And of course, you all know the line where Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan. But what he said before that was, Peter, you're thinking of the things of man, not the things of God. So when we're putting our plan together, we stop frequently and say, are we thinking about worldly things? Are we thinking about the plans of man, the visions of what we think is going to happen and not turning the wisdom over to God? When we turn our plans and our strategies to God, is this what God wants? How would God envision this future? Then I think we've got something that's really powerful.
1: So this is something we can ask our listeners to pray about. This, uh, this planning process is underway now for the years ahead, not just the year ahead, but the years ahead as the Lord tarries.
2: Yeah, we're looking for five to 15 years. What do we want the organization to look like in 15 years? How do we want to be using the platforms from what we can see today to do his work his way so that we know what to aim for in five years? That's our plan. And that is my request for you all to pray for. If you love gospel ministry, if you're loving the Great Commission and want to understand how you can participate in some way in that, I would beg you to pray that FEBC would be given God's wisdom and that our staff would be able to see not man's way to accomplish it, but his way.
1: We have a tool that's now available on our website. It's the International Prayer Guide. It's a wonderful tool offering uh, international prayer points, worldwide prayer points for our listeners. And I really urge our listeners to take advantage of that. It's a wonderful way. You know, we, we often, you know, I at least I take stock of, what, what am I praying about? Am I praying for myself and my own little world? Am I praying for the world at large? And And, of course, we need to pray about everything at all times. But to reach out and pray for the world, for people I don't know, mm. people who don't know Jesus at this point, to pray for them. And this this International Prayer Guide can help us.
2: Yeah, and also it gives you a look into what life is like in these places. Oh, yeah. I mean, we we don't have a clue here in the United States what it's like to be a Christian in a country like Indonesia, which is the largest Muslim country in the world. You're surrounded by mosques. You wake up in the morning and you hear the call to prayer. Um, it's a very different mm-hmm. life, and this prayer guide will give you an opportunity to look into cultures that we have no opportunity to see here from the United what States.
1: What a great tool for your kids and grandkids. I mean, use this as an educational tool for them to teach them how to pray for the world and to be you know, just be aware of what God is doing around the world.
2: And not only just be aware, but be participating. Yeah. Their prayers are of great Indeed. power. We appreciate it very much, and it will help to spread the good news
1: of Christ. So what lies ahead? None of us know, but it's in the Lord's hands and we need to pray about it. So look for this international prayer guide at our website, febc.org. And uh, thanks to the staff for putting this together. Very helpful tool.
2: Thank you, Wayne, for what you do and your contribution and the privilege that I've got to sit here in this microphone and share what FEBC is doing around the world with each of you.
1: We'd love for you to review this podcast wherever that's possible so that others may know about what we're doing here at the Far East Broadcasting Company. That just attracts listeners when you review it. So do that if you would, and we'll, uh, we'll really appreciate that. With thanks to our producer, Joe Carlson, our good friend, we're going to wrap this episode up until all have heard. Once again, go to febc.org for more information. And thanks for listening until all have heard.